House of Learning podcast produced by A Jesus Church College. Join hosts Richard Tamburo and Molly Inman as they chat with other faculty and guests about church, the Bible, theology, and learning the way of Jesus here in Portland. Today we take a look at imaginative prayer. Hey everyone, this is Richard. Uh, just wanted to give you a heads up. Um, Omicron is spreading around the globe and Westside is no exception. <laughs> so uh, it's been a little bit of a weird service for the last few weeks. We had a break before Christmas, which was great. Um, I was busy eating Christmas cake and so we didn't record a podcast. And then we had our New Year's podcast and uh, then we had to have another break um, just because enough people had been exposed. We were trying to work from home and uh, and then the same things continued this week. We're just trying to be a little careful to make sure we're all in good shape to be with you on Sundays. Uh, and so this week we are re-releasing an old podcast from a couple of years ago. And it, it's interesting, uh, Molly starts by mentioning, oh, it's COVID-19. So can you believe it? It was two years ago. And yes, COVID-19 was a problem for us doing the podcast then as well. But it's really apropos because we had a great encouragement from Molly on Sunday about prayer. If you miss that, um, then listen to it. It's amazing. Uh, but then Molly walked us through a, praxi- a practice of using our imagination uh, to create space to encounter God, listen to God as we pray. And uh, so this is great follow-up if uh, you want to keep pushing into something we started a conversation about on Sunday. And so it's just Molly. Um, we'll hit play in a second. And then hopefully next week, We'll all be well, and hopefully you guys are staying safe and will be well, and normal service will be resumed. Okay, here we go. Take it away, Molly. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the House of Learning podcast. My name is Molly Inman. I'm a regular on here on the podcast, but if you haven't noticed, I am the only one on the House of Learning podcast this week. Um, usually Richard and I get to host together, but because of the moment we find ourselves in, um, with all that is going on with COVID-19 and social distancing and quarantining, if that's even a word, um, we are making do with what we have. And so I had some podcast gear at home. So I volunteered to to record the podcast for this week. Now we're going to be coming up with more long-term solutions and figuring out how we can call each other in uh, going forward. But I thought this would be a really cool opportunity to dive in and continue on in our Spiritual Rhythms series. Uh, We've done a ton of really uh, great and foundational Spiritual Rhythms um, this year. Uh, One of them being fasting prayer, the prayer of examine, Um, And they've just been really fun to dive into together. But um, this week, I thought that we could do something a little bit more out of the ordinary. Um, And it's this practice called imaginative prayer. And imaginative prayer sounds way more complicated than it actually is. Uh, It's essentially uh, praying and asking the spirit to fill your imagination with, uh, 
the things of, of God and creating space in your mind to meet with God in a personal way. So though we're not meeting with him physically, our brain is representing reality. Um, and it's, uh, practice near and dear to my heart. This is one of the most common ways that I pray with God and meet with Jesus. It's just a way to cultivate intimacy in our relationship with Jesus. And I tend to um, love doing imaginative prayer because of the creativity that it allows. Um, But before we think that I'm going crazy talking about (laughs) imaginative prayer, I want to give some Bible verses that support this idea. Um, So first and foremost, uh, in 1 Corinthians 2, it says that we have the mind of Christ. And so I know what uh, might be going on in your mind, something that was going on in mine as I first was introduced to imaginative prayer is oftentimes our imagination can lead to um, things that are not of God. Uh, They can be ways of escape, of fantasy, um, of dealing and coping with situations we don't want to by escaping to an alternate reality, which we come up with a better situation for ourselves in our mind. Um, and that doesn't really sound like the, the type of mind that God wants. Uh, but in first Corinthians two, it says that we have the mind of Christ. And so I'm just going to read this passage here because it's really helped me build somewhat of a foundation of what it means to invite the spirit of God to partner with me in my imagination to encounter Jesus in a new way. Uh, so 1 Corinthians 2.10 says this, Now God has revealed these things to us by the Spirit, since the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who comes from God, so that we may understand what has been freely given to us by God. We also speak these things, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual things to spiritual people. But the person without the Spirit does not receive what comes from God's Spirit because it is foolishness to him. He is not able to understand it since it is evaluated spiritually. The spiritual person, however, can evaluate everything, and yet he himself cannot be evaluated by anyone. For who has known the Lord's mind that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So essentially what Paul is unpacking for us here is that the spirit, both our spirit and the spirit of God, searches deeply the thoughts of the spirit to whom he belongs to. So the spirit of God who belongs to God searches the depths of God. In the same way, our spirit would know the deep thoughts of within us because it's our spirit. But what what Paul is laying out for us is that we, because we have declared allegiance to Jesus as king, get to have access to the spirit of God who has searched the thoughts of God himself. And so we get to have the mind of Christ because the spirit of God reveals what's on God's heart. So I just think this is a beautiful passage because it gives us an invitation to search God's heart for situations, to search God's heart for his kingdom, for his people, and it allows us to um, renew our minds, which brings me to our next passage uh, as I'm building this foundation for uh, imaginative prayer is Romans 12 too, another letter written by Paul. 
Um, Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. So these two passages of scripture can go hand in hand. We are being transformed by the renewing of our minds by the spirit. And when that takes place, we're able to test what God's will is because we have access to the spirit of God who knows God's heart. And so... Um, oh, another one, uh, real quick, uh, before we move on is first Corinthians eight. Um, it says we all possess knowledge, but knowledge, pu- knowledge puffs us up while love builds up. Those who think they know something do not yet know as they ought to, but whoever loves God is known by God. So I love this passage too, as kind of like our last pillar of, of imaginative prayer is we, and I'm sure you know this to be true, we have the capacity to store up information about God without actually knowing him. That's what this verse is, uh, is warning us about, is knowledge is what puffs us up. We all possess knowledge about God, but it's love that builds us up. So those who think that we know something do not know as they ought to know because love is what drives us to know God. So whoever loves God is known by God. And so I love this because I think this is the heartbeat behind imaginative prayer. It's not that um, we know all these things about God and therefore have a good relationship about that him, or excuse me, yeah, have a good relationship with him. Uh, just like in, in my marriage, I know a lot about Jake, but that doesn't necessarily lead me to love Jake. It's spending time with Jake. It's building relationship with Jake. It's communicating with Jake um, that builds that strong relationship. It's loving Jake. It's not just knowing a bunch of information about him. And so imaginative prayer invites us into this reality that we are able to express our love for God in a way that's intimate and beautiful and creative because we have the mind of Christ and our, our minds are being renewed uh, and transformed by the spirit. And so it's an opportunity to allow the spirit to transform our minds and renew our minds um, in a creative way. And so um, if this is new to you, which I'm sure it is, uh, because it's not a, a practice talked about all that much, uh, in church, but it's something that I just, uh, yeah, it's like I said before, it's just near and dear to my heart. And it's something that we've been doing a little with the staff. Um, and we've done a little bit with our women's Bible study. We've done some listening and imaginative prayer. Um, and it's just really powerful to see God encounter his people in a new and unique and creative way through imagination, through imagination. That's not, uh, imagination that leads to sin, but imagination that leads to life and life to the full. So what I thought we would do is I would, um, I'm going to lead us through imaginative prayer. Uh, it's a, we've got some time on our hands with, uh, with this epidemic going on and lots of extra time at home and lots of extra time even to, um, build a, a, a sweet and foundational relationship with the Lord. I know I've been struck by, um, the, the flexibility in getting to spend time with the Lord that doesn't really have a hard and fast end time, if you know what I mean. Usually I, I, I block out an hour, but um, 
yeah, I, I have to get to work at a certain time. And so sometimes things are rushed in the morning and sometimes I don't get the, the time that I wanted with the Lord. But in this new uh, reality, this new uh, moment that we find ourselves in, there's a little bit more flexibility, uh, depending on your life stage, to spend those those extra moments with the Lord, getting to know Him uh, in, in, a, in a new way. And so this can be one of those ways that you get to know him in a new way is practicing imaginative prayer. And so um, I just thought I would lead us through one of those right now. Um, I'm going to lead us through the story of, of Jesus who, when he falls asleep on the boat, um, I think it's a, it's a story that we can all relate well to. Uh, and I say that because the, the story, which we'll read in a moment, uh, is framed up by the disciples being anxious about their external situation. They feel like God has abandoned them or Jesus has abandoned them uh, to fend for themselves out on this boat as the storm comes. And I don't know about you, but there are moments when I'm feeling a little less than grounded that I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like I'm alone on that boat watching the storm come from every side of me, feeling like, God, what are you up to? What is happening? Have you abandoned us? Have you left us here to fend for ourselves? And I know that's not true uh, in my head, but in my heart, man, sometimes I just get discouraged by reading all these news articles and seeing all this stuff on social media that things are getting worse and not better. And so I just thought this would be a beautiful way to encourage you guys in uh, the truth of who Jesus is and allow our imaginations to bring us to a place of intimacy and trust in our God. Isaiah 26 that says that uh, he, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is set on you because he loves you. And this is just an opportunity to be brought into a place of perfect peace by way of allowing the spirit uh, to lead us to fix our minds on him. So I'm going to read uh, Mark 4, 35 through 41, and then I'm just going to um, yeah, invite you to fill your imagination with the things of the spirit and I'll guide you step by step. So don't feel like you're going to be on your own in this at, by any means. Um, there, there's a really methodical way to, to go about this one that's deeply rooted in scripture and allows us to have, uh, deep encounters with our God. So here we go. Mark four thirty five. that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind him, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A, a furious squall came up. Sorry, I got thrown off by my translation, but it is an IV. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and waves obey him. So we're going to enter into a time of prayer, imaginative prayer. So get into a comfortable position. 
And first, ground yourself. Feel, if you're sitting in a chair, feel the floor beneath your feet. Feel the cushion supporting your back. Breathe deeply in and out, making sure oxygen is getting to all of your organs. And if it helps, breathe in peace and breathe out anxiety. So Spirit of God, we ask that you would guide our imaginations. God, that these imaginations would be crafted by your spirit and that it would create an inner sanctuary that allows us to meet with you in a new and creative way. Jesus, we ask that the spirit would creatively point our imaginations towards the truth of God. I pray that this space would be protected by your spirit and that no schemes or agendas of the enemy would enter, that it would be a preserved place by your spirit. So now I invite you to go to a private space in your mind. For most of you, this is going to be a familiar location. Maybe it's a place that you meet with Jesus often under a tree, in a cozy nook in your home, on your front porch, on a park bench. Spirit, I ask that you would strengthen this imagination, this inner sanctuary that they have created in their mind to meet with you. Would this be a holy place, a place filled with your spirit? And I would invite you to look around in your mind's eye at the details of your inner sanctuary. Look at the leaves on the trees or the texture of the couch beneath you or the flowers that are blooming before you. Whatever your inner sanctuary looks like in your mind's eye, be mindful of the detail. What do you see? What do you smell? What do you feel? Now, if you haven't already, be sure that you are physically entered into this space. Enjoy your surroundings. Now imagine that Jesus is walking towards you. Maybe he's far off. Maybe he appears very near to you. Though he's not physically there, this image is representing reality in your mind's eye. This is the true God that you are meeting with in your mind's eye. So get comfortable, whether you're seated or standing in your mind's eye with Jesus. And as you do, 
what does Jesus say to you? Maybe it's a simple hello. Maybe it's uh, speaking identity over you, like you are loved, you are cherished, I see you, you are not alone. And if you find yourself um, getting distracted, it helps um, to pretend as though it's uh, like you're rowing in a boat on a river and a speed boat drives by causing the waves to rock violently and disrupt the peace. But you can remain calm and allow your thoughts to settle because the wakes will soon stop and serenity will soon return. And Spirit, I just ask that you would strengthen the imagination of the inner sanctuary if they're feeling like they are losing that inner sanctuary in their mind's eye, would you strengthen it now? And I want you to look down at your hands. What is causing you anxiety right now? Would you represent that in your hands? Whatever is causing anxiety. Maybe it's job security. Maybe it's not knowing where your next meal is coming from. Maybe it's your health or someone you love. Let that anxiety be represented in your hands. Now I want you to imagine that you and Jesus get up, you're still holding that anxiety in your hand, and you're walking towards the edge of the shore. You get in a boat, and you sail out to sea with Jesus, and you notice that Jesus falls asleep. And you are stuck holding your anxiety on this boat. You feel alone, but only for a moment. And as the storm begins to increase, you feel as though Jesus has forgotten about you. But then you look up from being fixated on the storm, and you see that Jesus is calming Every wave, every wake, every bump in the sea, he is calming all of them. And as the storm begins to settle, he walks up to you and he sticks out his hands. And he invites you to place whatever anxiety that you've been holding into his hands. He looks at you and he says these words. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. You will find rest for your soul. When you're ready, hand over that anxiety to him. You've just seen that he can calm the storm externally 
trust that he can calm the storm internally as well. And when you're ready, hand that anxiety over to him. Now imagine that you and Jesus sail back to shore, get off the boat, and walk back to that place of inner sanctuary that you've created in your mind's eye, a place that you want to meet with Jesus time and time again. Again, maybe it's under a tree or on the front porch or in a cozy nook, whatever it is that you've created in your mind's eye, this is the place that you will come time and time again to meet with Jesus. This is a safe place, a place of intimacy, a place of trust, a place to ground yourself on the truth of God because you have the mind of Christ and he wants to renew your mind and he wants your relationship to be built on love not just on knowledge. He wants experience and relationship with you. Now let's spend the last few moments just enjoying our company with Jesus, sitting there in silence. Like those kind of relationships that you can sit in silence with someone and it's not awkward, that same feeling can be felt with Jesus, just sitting in his presence. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. In his presence, there is peace. So just enjoy that moment for just a minute. Thank you, Jesus, that you are trustworthy. Thank you, Jesus, that you are kind and that you invite us into relationship. Thank you that though when though we feel alone at times in these uh, desperate and uncertain circumstances, we know, not just intellectually, but holistically, you are the one that calms the storm, both externally and internally. And Jesus, this is a unique time. You're not surprised by this, but this is a unique time for us. There is an external storm surrounding us, and it's causing an internal storm within all of us. We are all affected in different ways. And the compounding of both an external and internal storm leaves us prone to anxiety So Jesus, would you continue to invite us to set our minds on you because it is there that we find perfect peace. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much uh, for stepping into that new practice with me. I hope that it was encouraging to you. I hope you feel a lightness in your spirit by being able to offload some of the heavy burdens that you've been carrying with you. And I just want to encourage you uh, to, if this was helpful to you, continue to go back and um, use this 
as often as you need, uh, whether it's me narrating it through with you or you feeling like you would be able to do this on your own. Um, it's just a practice that's extremely edifying and encouraging uh, and strengthening in our intimacy with Jesus. So I, I pray that you are encouraged and that you feel uh, a little bit lighter today. Um, so thank you so much for joining me. I almost said us, but it was just me today. And we look forward to continuing on in our Spiritual Rhythms series with you guys. All right. Have a blessed rest of your week. Mm-hmm.